0: Goxie's having a yarn Cause he's got Nothing better to do Goxie's having a yarn And one day He might have one With you Episode of I can't even remember the name of my own. <laughs> have a yarn with me. I am your host Aaron Gox and we have another great special guest. Please welcome Patty McHugh. Thanks for coming on Patty.
1: G'day Goxie. <laughs> did <laughs> I say that surname <laughs> correctly? You did McHugh. It's like yeah. Hugh the Mick in front. Yeah I know. And I often tell people like Hugh like Hugh Grant and then I realise that that's a probably really, <laughs> I don't want to point to Hugh Grant.
0: He's Very 90s reference is it? No yeah. he had a little bit of 2000s. Um, yeah we should we should know more about our our Celtic past, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Is it is it M M C M A C M
1: C H U G H? Yeah.
0: Well, and I was um. Someone told me is there easily definable for the the Macs? Like is 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 one Scottish and one? Oh, no.
1: I think so. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I I don't, have no idea if it's true, but um. Yeah, I think the Mac is Scottish and the Muck is Irish. Oh yeah. Well,
0: I guess McDonald's yeah M A C,
1: which is a classic um yeah. Although Irish restaurant.
0: Do you always see the A? I don't know. Sometimes MC... Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Should have looked into this. Uh, yeah, so we're here at Patty's house in uh, suburban Brisbane. Um, how about... Um, oh yeah, so for those who don't know, um, musician, is that your main um, guitarist, singer? Yeah, yeah that,
1: that's probably the, the most important you, hat. Do you I have wear. one
0: you put before the other? or like? <laughs> oh
1: yeah, well, maybe I'd, I'd try I'd try to lead with songwriter, because yeah, that's, 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 that's my area yeah. of interest, and I'm not the greatest guitarist or singer by any stretch, I've I, I got enough chops to do it, but, yeah. but songwriting is really what I like doing.
0: Oh, that's awesome, yeah. <laughs> You're opposite to me. I, I hate the writing part of comedy. <laughs> I just like being a funny fellow, but not writing. But um, no, um, you do it well. You do yeah. it well. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Well, it is special seeing some t- something come to life. I just, I really, I love it when people like write things for me, like scripts and stuff. I oh, really. Yeah. So, you
1: do you prefer when something's written and you just get to step up and and do well?
0: The... Yeah, like mainly because, like, look, let's be honest, I'm lazy, but also, um, because <laughs> like that's the 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 way of the stand up is always writing stuff for yourself pretty much. There there are some comics who have writers, but majority of us write our own stuff. So it's a nice change up when and, and it's also nice to think like someone's thought of you as like mm. I want you as this character. So yeah. And they see you writing things for
1: you is nice. I like it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but is it is could it be like the equivalent of like a musician playing covers though?
0: Oh no no. Um I, I can see that. But um because the cover Already exists in, if you know what I mean, yeah. Whereas if something is written for you, it's it's made from scratch for you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. um, I, I do like that sort of um comparison. Um, so, Patty, can you take us uh right back to you to uh to your roots where where you where you come from and
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, going back to that Irish thing, I my family's uh Irish Australians, but don't have any idea exactly when the family came out so you know apart yeah. from the fact that I know my grandparents from around you know central western South Wales is about as far back as I go but for me my life I was uh, born here in Brisbane but I was raised in Tamworth
0: oh okay yeah, yeah. country capital the country was. music yeah. capital yeah. was was seeing the big guitar was that like that's what I want to play or did that play a big part
1: <laughs> oh look I, I don't want to rubbish Tamworth <laughs> no <laughs> and, no and, go but, ahead no oh look no it was It you know it's, it's a great town the festival's fantastic um Mm. i've been you know many of them i've probably been about 30 because i grew up there and used there yeah dad dad still lives down in tamworth so i go quite frequently but um yeah look you know my experience of growing up there um was kind of like a two-sided coin aspects of it were really good like it really is a musical town like i grew up playing guitar all my all my Mm. friends played music you know my brother played my dad was a drummer um so it was quite normalized to to play music and you know i moved to sydney when i left tamworth and and, you know, I'd get to a party and I'd be like, oh, let's sing and play. And, and everyone would be like, what do you mean? And I sort of realised at that point how unique Tamworth was in the sense that, you know, it was quite musical. Yeah. So on that aspect, I'm really like lucky I grew up there. But mm. it's also a conservative Australian town. Yeah. You know, it's quite rural. Yeah. And it was a bit stifling in some ways. Well, it's
0: interesting you say that because what I was going to say, which turns out to be wrong after hearing you finish, was that when when you're in a place and a festival is on, which is like a... You know, festivals can be one week, two week, whatever. But someone, sometimes people can paint the town as being always like that. Yeah. But in your case, it, it was, was it kind of like you continued on, right? Like,
1: yeah, I, I don't think it's so much this, this today. It's a bigger town now. There's a lot of other, you know, industries and stuff. But at the time, yeah, you know, like I think it had three recording studios going for a town of like 40,000 people. That's yeah. pretty high density. And, yeah. you know, there was, there was. music business in the town you know Mm. what i mean like say outside the festival like all year round there was people coming there to record it really was the sort of the hub of country music in australia Um, yeah not so much anymore it's now kind of you know it's it's country music's a city thing these days you know like yeah yeah you you know um, with the exception of tamworth still a little bit but but yeah it really was a a music town and um as i said you know my dad was a drummer and most people i knew um, yeah and the guys that i still play with today a lot of them from from tamworth so
0: yeah Oh that's really interesting. Yeah, like I I um not the exact same thing, but I've I've encountered that attitude of of kind of like when you said about Sydney where it's like that thing of like what are you doing that for, you know? Like I always felt that that's why when I wanted to go down south, Sydney, Melbourne, it was more of a feeling of like oh, you want to you want to do comedy, you want to entertain. I was like thank you. Mm. And Brisbane kind of felt like like why are you doing that, you know? Like yeah, <laughs> a little bit restricting, you know? But it's come a, a fair way it's more welcoming now to like performers and things in Brisbane. Yeah,
1: yeah. Look, I, I live in Brisbane now, but I'm not I'm not from here, so I don't have to defend it. But I, I, I like Brisbane. It's a great city, and I, yeah. I find it's you know when I when I was coming up here and playing in bands years ago and punk bands and stuff, we'd come to Brisbane and we'd sort of see it as this like the strange, you know, cousin of Melbourne. Mm. Um, but now it's it's, it's you know stand on its own. You know, you look at the legacy, look, look at all the bands that have come out of Brisbane and yeah. um, over the years, and I think Brisbane's in many ways, punching above its weight. And as I said, I'm not here to yeah. promote it. I'm not here to sell it.
0: Well, um, sometimes when you have that, like you said, conservative, but then you find a few like-minded people and it's quite exciting because it's like, yeah, you know, like we're, we're, we think a bit differently, you know. Well, I'm sure that's what it felt like to be like a, a punk in a Joby Ockie Pearson years and that, you know. <laughs> yeah, and
1: look at all that great music that came in. I honestly reckon, and I, I reckon that um, there's a good chance that, you know, maybe it's a good idea that Brisbane should actually sort of succeed from the state of Queensland <laughs> and do its own thing.
0: Well, I think the North wants, to, yeah. Oh, they want it, yeah. yeah so, like, yeah. we'd just be keeping their home. yeah, yeah. But like,
1: if you living in Brisbane, it's kind of interesting culturally. We look to the other major cities, right, like Melbourne and Sydney and Northern New South Wales, and go, that's kind of who Brisbane identifies with. Yeah, and yeah, you know, like it's actually where we are in Brisbane now. It's closer. To Melbourne than it is to Cairns.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: So like it's it's culturally it's <laughs> different. It's geographically it's a long way away. So you know Brisbane's definitely a part of all those southern cities.
0: Yeah, it's like well, I've done some really big road trips up north, and it's just like goes on and on forever. <laughs> and it's like, where, are we there yet? You know. But um, definitely like um, it's it's all you know, it's all considered Queensland, but it just feels completely different.
1: Oh, I, um, I I uh, did a gig up at a a protest camp the Stoppardani protest camp just outside of Townsville a couple of years back and I went up on election night and um I stopped I stopped in oh it wasn't election night I was playing election night but the day before I stopped in at um I think it was Mackay or something like that to vote and um yeah it was it was kind of shocking like walking in and you know I was going in to vote greens and uh and this uh all the people there were sort of looking at me real funny (laughs) and uh just taking photos there yeah it's very (laughs) (laughs) smooth. um they they were looking at me funny and you know there was no there was no advertising for for many of the parties that existed you know er elsewhere it was like very heavily dominated by the liberal nationals and one nation had a massive Mm. um you know stand there and they were they were doing really well handing out sort of how to vote cards to people and it really made me realize that like yeah north Queensland is really culturally and politically a very different, different yeah. place, you know. It's very, very far removed from from the experience of living in southeast Queensland.
0: Yeah, it's quite intimidating when like, because sometimes you can also, you can be a bit positive, like, oh, we've come a fair way and then realise things like that. There's still a long way to go in some places, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> without, yeah. I'm not trying to push my agendas or anything. No, push I, away. Yeah, yeah. Well, because <laughs> well, um, I always try and think, I like to think that I think about things with empathy, which is like, can you put yourself in those people's shoes for a moment? What does it feel like for them, etc. So I don't like to say things like, oh, we've come a long way because that's just my view. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to say to someone else who's a minority or something, oh, we've come a long way, you know.
1: Oh, totally. And that look-
0: makes it sound like, you know, like things are going like thumbs up, you know, and then it's not always the experience.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, and like, look, and I by no means am rubbishing people or North Queensland at all. It's a very no, beautiful no. place with great people and um, I've I've met some wonderful people yeah. from up there. I mean, often, you know, a lot of those conservative values are, you know, what's behind it is um, yeah. lack of opportunity and, you know, like of yeah. things like
0: that. So, you know. So um, something I've asked quite a few guests now, it's probably a bit of a, a recurring thing. Um, do you feel like... Like where you grew up and and how you grew up shaped you as a person, or you know what I mean? Do you like to think you would be that the same person no matter where you were? Um, it's a bit of a tough question, but um, it's just something that interests me, you know. Like
1: yeah, it's it's a, it's I think it's an important question. Yeah, look, I, I think I grew up in a, a Irish Catholic family, and I'm not religious in any way, and like you know, mm. I want to make it very clear. I think you know the Catholic Church has a hell of a lot to answer for. Um, and I'm not here to defend them or, or, you know, did they try to,
0: did they try to get you heavily involved, your family or?
1: Yeah, my family were, were, you know, churchgoers and I went to mass every week and stuff. And, you know, one, one thing that sort of came out about, I I suppose telling a, a good story, uh, is a good way to explain it. Like I, my, my grandfather, when he passed away, I went to the funeral back in Tamworth and I hadn't set foot in a church for a long time. And I remember going back into this church service somewhere I'd spent a lot of time in my childhood and I remember looking there at like these men wearing these like robes and there was like boys on their knees in robes holding books open and swinging candles and I was in this building that was like, you know, high roofs and like, you know, these stained glass windows of pictures with Jesus bleeding over half naked. And I remember thinking like, what the hell like you know even even though i grew up with that it was still bizarre to me and i remember sort of having these really negative thoughts like thinking like what the hell you know like what is Mm. this this is just weird and outdated but then you know after that church service which kind of freaked me out a little bit you know there was a wake and it had been organized by the church members and you know our family didn't have to provide anything there was food it was you know well organized and and that sort of aspect of it was like that's the part of of you know growing up in 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 that community in that way that still sort of look back to with fondness and, and, and appreciate because yeah. that sense of community and sticking out, looking out for each other and particularly yeah. in that Catholic tradition, looking after people of who don't have it. That's something that I, I appreciate having grown up, but, you mm. know, I think we can chuck out all the robes and the altar boy stuff, yeah. chuck that stuff. Well, out of
0: it's, it's funny because for me, I had my teenage rebellious years, like st- started listening like Pennywise and watching Michael Moore doggers and it was all like, religion's bad, but, and then it's like, you kind of grow out of that, and it doesn't mean you then start to love religion, but it becomes, oh, well, you start to see things like, oh, people want something to connect to, you know? And I think um, maybe I'm making a very loose connection here, but whether it be, you know, like a sports team or a, a sub genre, like a local music scene, or yeah. people want something to connect with, right? Yeah, you're totally right. And it just so happens that religion's like very old and passed along, and, and yeah. I think that's why. Some families are very passionate about keeping it going because they don't want to be,
1: yeah, and the it is ones
0: it's who like their kids stopped or yeah, or, it, you know, yeah. I
1: totally get what you're saying, and like you know, it's just about connection, and people mm. want to feel like they're a member of a community. Um, and I just yeah. you know, and I just think that there's healthier ways to do it than than uh, that, the Catholic Church.
0: Yeah, well, it's fun, like because I was just at a AFL game in Melbourne, and that's some people joke about. Oh, it's religious, like. But it, it's that thing where I'm saying it was like... Because that game I was at had 60,000 people, which is mm. like quite a lot. But it's actually... They get a lot more. But it's like we all gathered. We all came. It's like the football ground is the church, right? Like yeah. we all came. Yep. You got like your ceremony. Most people didn't know each other. They all just came to sort of follow. Yeah. And then something happens and you leave. And that's like... Yep. We all gathered for that, you know? So it's yep. that same... And as you'd know, music events, comedy events, we all... People want something to connect to, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's all we want. And do you know what? When when you you know going back to talking about North Queensland, like when you give a community something to connect with that's positive, when you give yeah. people something to cling on to, yeah, it's it's better for everybody. Everyone benefits. Yeah,
0: you know. So like, well, I'm linking that to you doing music. Um, did, was that like a f- like you were passionate about um, musicians growing up? Big music fan and. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I was, but I, I I grew up in Tamworth, and I. Like as a, I listened to country music, that mm. was that was really what it was. With the exception of maybe my dad's couple of vinyl, like some Led Zeppelin and Beatles and some blues stuff. Like it was just all country music. Like yeah. I, you know, I was listening to John Williamson when I was a kid and Slim Dusty.
0: I guess that's kind of ties into what I was asking about. Does the place kind of, or does the place kind of make you and how you like? You were heavily influenced by what was around you.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is
0: is it just as simple as? Like that's what all there was or you just it just really connected to you as well? No, it was
1: it was literally all there was. And I I remember, right, this a couple of two two events happened that sort of really changed me and changed my like course of I suppose what I was doing with music. Is one uh Triple J started broadcasting in Tamworth and we went from having like one local radio station that Mm. played nothing but country music. Like this is the first time I'd ever heard like rock and roll and punk rock yeah like you know bands like friends of rom and, regurgitator oh, massive, and like, yeah. we're like coming over the airwaves and and you know that that stuff you literally couldn't buy that stuff in town yeah. there was one record shop and they didn't carry that stuff um and triple j was huge
0: for oh, like australia it, and youth culture and um yeah i've heard that story like repeated often and like you said about brisbane with some of these bands like regurgitator and that and People were like mashing together sounds of all different genres, you know.
1: Yeah, and 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 for for me in the country, like when that when they turned that tower on and started being able to get it, tune in, like it opened up an entire new world to me. Mm. And then the second thing that happened that was really important was, um, you know, we're talking about the importance of touring regionally. Well, Friends of Rom came to town. Yeah, that's and awesome. I was like still in school, and I remember going down there. Like at three o'clock after school in my school uniform, mm. the gig wasn't until that night, but I I rocked up like three hours early, just I was so keen. Yeah, and they were hanging out in the car park and got to meet them and um and you know I went and saw my first ever punk rock show and just realised, hang on, you know I I loved music and I loved country music, but yeah. that's because that's all I well, knew. Yeah.
0: Do you think? Um, sorry to interrupt you, but like, do you think? Because I know you're like, you know, hop in the car. You you got a good work ethic. I do as well. Like. Because I love to, like, take it to places, you know, that haven't... Do you think that played a real big part with you? Where, like, oh, these guys came here. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's powerful, right? It's like... Because it's that thing of, like, you heard it on the Airways broadcast, which is huge, but then it's doubly huge when they come, and it's like you're physically seeing the song being played and... Yeah. Especially, like, you know, a lot of that... I talk about this a fair bit with, like, being a teenager and punk and stuff. It's, like, high energy... It's the visuals go along with it as well, you know. There's like a lot of colours and yeah, hair sh- everywhere and I think yeah. friends will sing about that, you know. It's sweaty and it's yeah, hot. Yeah, and- so it's that um, – they're so powerful, these things, I think. like Like you said, Triple J and live touring, yeah.
1: Yeah, look, uh, that it, it literally changed my life, you know. And I don't want to like I, if any of the guys from friends are listening, <laughs> don't like, you know. But it, like, it really was. It was impactful. It was it was a band yeah. that came to, to our town for the first time and and opened up a whole new world of music. And and after that, that was sort of when I, I got into punk and grunge and things more, just mm. because it all of a sudden was available to me. Yeah. And it was cooler than Slim
0: Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> well, we are like, there's more topics than the pub with no beer like, or
1: i love to have a beer with Duncan. Or, yeah, look, I, nothing <laughs> against Slim Dusty. No, uh, no, no. I'm a big fan of his.
0: Um, I'll like chuck on a bit of Lee again. I really love the Oz stuff now because like okay. you get a taste of the Yank stuff and it's all like pickup trucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's creeping in a lot into Australian music, a lot of that sort yeah. of aesthetic. but Yeah, look,
0: well, it's, it's, you know, we're not that different to America in culture, so it's natural, you know. <laughs>
1: oh, totally. And yeah. I think we're getting closer and closer all the time. Look look at what's happening... Around with the you know the voice stuff at the yeah, moment, yeah. like the the stuff that Peter Dutton's playing is just like straight out of the the Republican handbook from the states. Yeah, like yeah. divisive politics. Just, yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, it's kind of alarming, really. I thought I thought you know I had hoped that Australia was a bit better than that, but we seem to be slipping into that. Yeah, that well, you know,
0: it's funny because like we don't want to get too political, but like always that there's always that like oh you know everything's like 10,000 times wackier in America, right? Because I remember, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right, mm. um, governor of California. You're like, well, that's as crazy as it's ever going to get. Yeah, yeah. And then Trump just, like, triples it or quadruples it. Oh, like, I know. And it's just like, you, you can't put any limits with them because they just take everything yeah. to the next level, right? Like, I,
1: I'm terrified as to what the next thing is. Like... What's going to happen can, next? I
0: don't know. Yeah, like, can tr- tr- Trump be topped? I don't know. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I kind of don't want to find out.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, God. But, um anyway uh yeah so that was like that's that's awesome to hear because I I think there's a lot of those stories repeated um you know like I, I was in Brisbane pretty pretty big city but like um I was sort of had because you, you only know what's in front of you right and I was like listening to pop radio and stuff and then I remember the shop I think it was pretty sure it's big W had the headphones you could listen oh uh, yeah yeah and I put it on and they had triple J hottest 100 like the 96. Yeah, and so had just won number one. Yes, and then you know it's a great song overall with the lyrics and everything. But the riff just goes, "Dun nah, it, nah, buy me a pony, right?" Yeah, dun nah, it. Nah. Sorry, I like the, I'm trying to replicate a guitar with my mouth. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the riff kicks off, and it's, it's that thing of like, it sounds silly if it was a movie or something. it would be like a kid being blown off his, <laughs> you know, blown away. But it really felt like yeah. It, I could, I'm just imagining not the headphones blown on. away. But it was <laughs> like. Okay this is what I want from my life, like rock and roll, right? Yeah. But I never played anything, but I was like, I've always been a big fan. You yeah. need fans in anything, right? Totally.
1: I, I always you. just, I always <laughs>
0: like, when someone's like, I like comedy, and then you just find out they get up and do it. Like, can't you just watch? Like, <laughs> Do you ever have those gigs when it's like, oh, there's a fair few people here, but then they gradually start... Joining the bands that are like yeah. hopping, and
1: it's like—is anyone here just a punter? <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, with the the two support bands, you realise everyone in the room's in one of the bands.
0: Yeah, yeah, we get that heaps in comedy. Like yeah, that. ah, that's yeah. that's uh, you know, everyone just comics playing the comics, but yeah, that that's how scenes work. I reckon, like yeah. especially if you got the, um, you know, I was big into Scar, so there's I'll a forgive lot of, you for that. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but if you had. Th- Three or four acts on and they all got like six or seven. Like that yeah. could
1: be Especially scar bands with their yeah. horn sections. Yeah, that's
0: what I mean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well you you did
0: the a little bit of the kind of like um try not to use the wrong words, it was like Australiana or the you know, and there's sometimes the Lagerphone with yeah. Sydney City trash rider. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well that was that was kind of an extension of um of my growing up because like I moved to Sydney, I was I started playing in punk bands and thrash bands and mm. And doing all sorts of stuff. But I had a a bunch of mates from Tamworth and we were all mostly from Tamworth. And, you know, we we all sort of had this – look, I I want to say at this point, country music, when a lot of people hear that, a lot of people like, you know – Stigma,
0: right? Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of
1: stigma around it. But look, I honestly think that country music – is very similar in many ways to rap and to punk rock, right? Mm. In the sense that it's very honest music. Yeah, it's it's really easy to access. Like you know, it's not like jazz; we have to be technically brilliant mm. to step on stage. Well, the
0: problem with a lot of I don't like the word stigma. I don't like to use it because it's so strong. But mm. a lot of subgenres and things, you can just say the word and it's off-putting. Like
1: yeah, um, like I made that joke about Scar before, but do yeah.
0: You, um, so there was that whole sort of sub-scene years ago that I really got into where it was like ex-punk singers. You know, do you like Tim Barry? That's right yeah. They called Tim it Barry. revival too. I loved it. Yeah. But then I was try to explain it to people and as soon as you say like folk, it's like, oh, like the yeah. word folk is quite off-putting because it can be like, is it like John Butler? Sorry to any John Butler fans. You know, yeah. Jack Johnson is like cruisy. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it was just that, the raw like acoustic guitar and... Um, he talks a lot about that sort of people who really live it, you know. And well, it's funny because when you say rap and punk and country, they've almost all got that thing. I don't know if comedy has this as well, where it's like if you were to be revealed that you didn't live it, right? You know, yeah. rappers might like you're not from the ghetto, you know, like yeah, yeah. And it's almost that you're you can't sing about something and like people will quickly suss you out if you didn't live it, right? Yeah. Well, that,
1: that's right. They, 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 all those those styles like rap, punk country they're all it's all about authenticity it's all about telling your story and you know in in country music it's with an acoustic guitar or banjo or whatever and it's usually topics that are related to life in the country but it's the same thing it's just people telling their story Mm. unfiltered usually in a story form as an expression of just themselves just so that they can sort of you know say here I am this is the life I'm living yeah and um and in that respect that's why I've got a lot of time for country music because it's it it's one of those I think honest forms of of telling a story yeah. and and I appreciate that I love that
0: yeah it's great but it, like it is that um it's like anything it's the same I get the same thing for comedy like I'm super picky people Always saying to me, like, oh, you, you do comedy. Do you like this? Do you like this? I'm like, nah, no. Nah. Like, like, they want to tell me about a comedian, but I'm not into a lot of it. It's yeah. the same thing, like anything, but I, I imagine, especially for country, it's like if you miss the spot, you can really miss, right? Like, you can be, like, it's you terrible. know, yeah. you're not like, you don't want like boot scooting, line dancing. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what Billy like Ray people, Cyrus. <laughs> a lot of
1: people think that when they think country. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's obviously a part of it, but. But it's um it's huge. in fact it's funny because being from well, Tamworth, Troy
0: Castle Daly, that sort of thing. I, I yeah. Like, yeah, like he's doing great. Oh, um, uh, he's a great
1: storyteller. Yeah. yeah, and he's like fantastic champion for First Nations people. Yeah, he's yeah, a true gentleman. Yeah, he's I recently amazing. had
0: a guest on Luke Peacock. I don't know if you heard. No, Luke. Story. Yeah, yeah. But it, 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 he was talking about like Roger Knox from Tamworth, and mm. really interesting. And so that's the kind of stuff, like I I really hope people do look into like sort of the Australian stuff and. Yeah. But it does it does like quite well doesn't it
1: like you know. I, I in fact like I uh, that CMC Rocks festival you know it happens yeah, up yeah, in Queensland. yeah. that's the fastest selling festival in the southern hemisphere and I know Absolutely. that saying in the southern hemisphere means nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's like I a, used to have a yeah, gag it wasn't yeah. good but go on, it'd be it like me.
0: um it was like about that where and I'd go whenever someone says like biggest or best in the southern hemisphere yeah I'd go like take that Botswana and Argentina <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's mainly because I'm a big geography nerd and it's yeah. just so weird that like 80 percent of Earth's like population and everything goes on in the north right yeah, but yeah. it is that you, you gotta try and sell something in any yeah, way exactly but, you gotta, um you gotta nah, make fine. it sound good but yeah, and, like, and
1: like gimpy does gimpy still quite big and, yeah yeah, yeah it it still does well I think I think and look this is just my opinion and I probably will get you know, demonised for saying this. I honestly think that the country music scene in Australia at the moment is going through a bit of a revolution because the people who are, are, are leading and creating great music that is like accessible to people and, you know, really hitting the mark, a lot of them are actually not from the country. Mm. You know, the scene of country music is is, is city-based now and it's not about being from the country anymore. It's about taking a country, taking that honesty and that aesthetic mm. and the instrumentation that was traditionally yeah. aligned with the country and using that that You've those to tools, adapt, like, yeah, yeah, things have got
0: to adapt. I think, yeah, like. they do. And
1: and and going back to Gimpy and Tamworth, you know, those crowds are, I think, shrinking. Like I, I think that's mm. you know, irrefutable fact. That a lot of those festivals are starting to go, go backwards in the sense that they're not adapting fast enough and and keeping up with what mm. we would consider to be modern country these days, which is you know has a huge amount of breadth yeah. and amazing stuff going on. Um, they're still sort of looking back at a very limited your know, spectrum really yeah. in some ways of what country music is.
0: Yeah, I used to um, on, um, I think it was ABC, ABC Radio. I think because I listened to the Saturday Night Footy and yeah. then the country show would come on. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like always caught a little bit, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. I
1: probably should say at this point, we've been talking about Tamworth and country music. I, I'm not, enti- this is not all I do. No, no, no. <laughs> um, you know. And but that's the thing, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to try and distance myself from the well, my like I. But. So
0: um, yeah, well, it's really interesting, like you said about the um, discovering new sounds and, and the the punk and that. And um, so like, so can you tell us a bit about that? Like you sort of start getting into punk scene a little bit. Um, I first knew of you from Sydney City Trash. Yeah, can you tell us a bit about? Um, was that sort of just like like-minded people coming together? I, I always wonder with bands because of. You know, like I said, comedians stand up. There's one of you, right? And yeah. always wonder with bands how it comes together. There's a lot of different interests and tastes, and yeah, and which is can be good and bad. You've probably experienced with yeah. people like, when are we going to do my subgenre? Like, yeah. well,
1: it's probably why not as many you know, bands don't often last long. You know? <laughs> it's about those differences. I actually
0: know some some guys. I won't say who the band is, but the one of the rhythm section was a little bit um. Not in a bad way, but telling me he wanted wanted them to like sort of pump it up a bit, do do some more. Well, wow, you've playing. got the scoop on the Wiggles, yeah, and, yeah. And their, it is, it's the breakup. Wiggles. No, it was Savage Garden. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah.
1: No, no. Um. No, I, I with with Sydney City Trash. Uh, that was uh, half the band was from Tamworth. The other half was guys from from Sydney and one from Ireland. And yeah, we we were we were going to punk shows. We were going to see bands like Toe to Toe and the Blurters and stuff in Sydney and. You know, there was all those touring American bands and, you know, every every second week you go see a, a punk band in Sydney and we were going to all those shows, loving like all that stuff um, and we were like, let's let's play some punk rock, let's do something but like, you know, all we had, what well, I had was an acoustic guitar, you know mm. and the guys I knew were, were country players and so in the end we just started... Uh, you know, Mitch, Mitch Hell, the singer in the band Was writing some some poetry stuff That was a little bit, I suppose you could call it you know, Country in the sense that it was You know, narrative driven It was quite cheeky It had a lot of those country tropes in it And yeah. we just started playing those songs fast With a punk beat But we just played on acoustic instruments Because that's what we had And yeah, we sort of it Well, it's good to have a point like of difference that. Yeah, like yeah.
0: It's almost um, probably a lazy reference But did you Get a bit of um, oh, what are they called? <laughs> Shane McGowan. Um, oh, the Pogues. Yeah, the Pogues. Yeah, I just have mind blanks like that. That's, all right. that's a it's a lazy reference, but you're probably copping that a bit. Sort no, of no, and that's the punk and yeah, the traditional music. Definitely going
1: for. That. And we weren't the first ones to you know to be in this space by any stretch. And it was at yeah. the same time when all those bands like you know Dropkick Murphys, Floyd yeah, Molly, yeah. Real McKenzie's, A lot of those bands were were doing that Irish crossover thing, but we were kind of more doing the the Australiana. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I was saying yeah. before like Lagophone. Yeah. The the stick yeah. with the beer lids and yeah. I was like finally an instrument for me. Or maybe I need a Chucky e. Milk one. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. yes. But um one of my best mates, Mark Jennings, I don't know if you know him, but um he yeah. he was in like the currency. The currency, and yeah, Fear yeah. Like Us, and, yeah. Yeah, and Mutiny as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he's from way back. So um Yeah. Yeah, I know I know the sort of crossover. With, and like I said, I got right into like Tim Barry. Yeah. The whole um, Actually, I remember this um you know, when there's like a a big sort of scene comes out, like sort of like, you know, like Seattle grunge or whatever. Yeah. And then the media do their coverage mm. and they're like, the grunge is broken. So I remember this kind of, it was a American magazine and it was trying to cover this whole like against me and all that. And it yeah. was um, quiet as the new loud. That's what it, so it was oh. like acoustic okay. guitars are in. Like. Yeah. But it was something I really loved about that was kind of like, Again, it's it's maybe it's a lazy thing, but I was just honestly how I felt of like you can hear like all everything that's going on in the lyrics, whereas with punk it can become just a mishmash of all the instruments. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Oh, I tell, and and you this, know, I this like is that, yeah. yeah,
1: that's one of my favorite parts about country music or and rap. You know, is that. The lyrics, it's lyric driven, you know, yeah, yeah. it's important and that's at front and centre and for me, um, that's one of the main things yeah. I like about music when I'm sort of... Because
0: everyone's different, you can't tell someone what to like it. You know, there's people, oh, if it sounds good, I like it or they're just like a beat or yeah. but there's like, yeah, people who like, will, you know, want to hear the words and I've always been attracted to that type of music. Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, I think we're at um, the same gig once, I think we may have spoken about Possibly. this ages ago. Talking of Tim Barry, he played up here in Brisbane at, oh, what was that venue downstairs? In oh, yeah, in the alleyway. And the yeah, yeah, And the, I was and like that, yeah. the fire alarm. And yeah, um, Judd from the Disabled was like, yeah. and then the fire alarm went off. Rosie's, I think. Rosie's, it was, that's yeah. it.
0: And he's like, fuck this, I'm playing out. I'm yeah, not, you're going to get a show. And he went I outside. Love, and, that's why I love yeah. how he's just, and I was another one at, um, but that was awesome. It was on YouTube for a long time, then got taken off. Like, oh, okay. I love to watch it because just like, you know, you can't. Make that sort of stuff, right? But yeah, playing on it, playing outside yeah. in yeah. the alleyway on a bin to yeah, the crowd, yeah. in and we just circled around it. You know. And I remember someone another,
1: went and got beer, and it was just passing beers around. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, it And open. like,
0: people, I'm like singing along. I didn't really know the words. I was just like, you know, <laughs> but um, and there was another gig, um, Sun Distortion at Albion, like a it's like a um, oh yeah, and uh, stream. Emmy
1: from the Cutaways, yeah, yeah, opened, yeah,
0: and they had this little stage there. It's not a massive or anything but because he's very DIY um you know he's he goes stop this i'm not about being above you and he came down on the floor and he said told so he's in the middle and everyone's around him it was just really special yeah yeah and but,
1: you know going back to what we are saying that that's the honesty of i think you know talking about the honesty of punk rock like mm. there is something about it like you know you can't hide behind yeah. you know the f- flashy dress and the lights and the yeah, loud yeah he's loud all sounds. about
0: like jumping on freight trains and <laughs> yeah he's really about that but absolutely like i mean like you hate to be like oh you're not real you're not this and but it, i think people just straight away no yeah it's not like you have to send a private investigator to check if they're really from the hood or whatever yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah yeah but like um the other thing about it as well is that you're right there's music is for all sorts of things you know and yeah. i listen to music not Always, just for the lyrics and stuff. You know, sometimes mm. I I listen to stuff that is just to tune me out or to distract me, yeah. or make me feel happy, or just to you know. There's lots yeah. of reasons, um, and any any reason anyone can find to engage with music is valid, and yeah. I support it, especially as a musician, yeah. because it's just like we just want people listening. And, and
0: things change as you as you age as well. Like I had this thing where, um, like, I really when I was younger, I was like. Really like like smooth sort of vocals and like nothing harsh. And now I'm like more attracted to like bit of a rougher voice, you know, like yeah. um, like a four pack th- of yeah. cigarettes a day. With- <laughs> yeah. Well, even like um, I don't know if you've heard of them. My favorite band, they called the Mountain Goats, and yes. John Darnell is a singer. He's got yeah. a like really strange voice, and I can see where like if someone was not a fan, it might grade on them. But for me, it was like I was really interested in that. Another example, um. When I was younger, I hated um the band something for Kate' because oh, okay, Paul yeah. Dempsey and then I like went full circle and I love him now, but it's like, you know it's that thing it's like oh the voice is grading, and I'm like, yeah the voice is grading no, like, <laughs> it yeah. what I didn't like, I like yeah, yeah, and then even um it's a silly example, but like the band Blink-182 because they alternate vocals, yeah, so when I was younger, I would have been more mark the bassist, who's like cleaner vocals, yeah, right and then now it's like the Tom like. Where are you? <laughs> it's oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah, give me that. <laughs> Love blink for yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. maturing and hearing different yeah. stuff. And,
1: and I, that's why I think a lot of these, a lot of punk rock artists end up picking up guitars and doing the acoustic stuff, you know, because mm. punk rock is, I think a young person's game really, you know, like yeah. you kind of, it's, a, it's about aggression and, and being, you know, yeah. really active. And as you get older, you know, some of that some of that yeah. fight bleeds out of you. You've got to hand the baton on the young ones and I think it's a logical step to pick up the acoustic task. Keep telling the stories, keep being well, honest, but just do it in a different way.
0: What do you think about, um, I don't know if this has affected you personally, but so someone like Paul Dempsey, like some of my favourite songs are his, I can really feel the like like the true like pain he went through and I've heard some songwriters go like unfortunately I have to suffer to make a great song Hmm. and I had that in my comedy the other year where I did this festival show I was really proud of but it was all about this like incredible pain I went through in my life yeah so that's the dilemma is like I don't want awful things to have to happen to me to 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 get the material good good art
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, I look. I, I suppose it's you as a comedian in yours, sp- but you're probably yeah. in the same thing. You know, I, I sing a lot about myself, um, but I'm also getting better. I think at finding stories of others mm. and finding my own way to tell them. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I had this bit in the show where I realised I was all saying a lot of downer stuff, or like or, or about me being a battler, But then I had mentioned, and people seem to enjoy this. I was like, oh. Don't get me wrong, I'm excited about the future. That's where you can, like, flip it around and, like, all right, life, Hmm. like, you know, life gives us lemons...
1: Yeah, and look life is is a struggle, you know, every yeah. single person has their difficulties. Yeah. And the beauty of art, be it comedy or music or film or whatever you want to talk about, is it gives you a really safe space for you to just passively yeah. see another person's experience of struggle and you you weigh yourself up against it and you go, "Oh, that's right. I'm not alone in this. Other people struggle." And you kind of get a sense of relief in that communion with that yeah. other person, you know. So you know, we we need the. Du- I was actually speaking to somebody um, at Big Sound last week, at the music conference up here, who who's sort of a mover and shaker in the, in terms of government money towards the arts. And she was saying that, like, you know, everyone's everyone wants all this happy, positive stuff. Particularly like a lot of the regional areas that they, you know they want happy shows, they want happy yeah, blues, yeah. they want happy theatre, they want happy bands, they want fun and good times. And she was saying, but you know, those communities don't just need that. They need, they need honesty. You yeah, know? yeah. They need people to come out there and be like, hey, we understand you're in a real community. You're facing these challenges. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna sing about that. Mm. We're gonna laugh about that. We're gonna desensitize that topic. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna reflect on it and realize that you're not alone. It's normal yeah. to be going through these things. And in fact, that's probably going to be better for those communities mm. than the happy guys that come in and, and ignore the issues and just say, all right, everything's fine. Clap your hands, yeah. you know, throw your hands in the air, buy a beer, and we'll leave after the show and well, you know, so- nothing yeah. gets done.
0: Something that I'm. The thing is, like, life is complex, right? So we like all these things going on. And yes, we do go to art to escape. Something like. Like, I hate this when people. With footy, right? Or sports will say, like, leave politics out of sport. It's an escape. But that's a ver- that's coming from... If you can escape... Like, a lot of people, you can't just switch off. All this shit's going on in my life. Yeah. Or, or maybe you can. You go and play the game for two hours. You go to the gig for an hour, whatever. Some people switch off and... So, like, everyone's individual, right? Yeah. So I think it's... It's not very nice to say to someone, like, just switch off, right? Because, like, that stuff's still going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've had
0: stuff going on in my life and I can't switch off and like it follows me 24/7 and that's just part of it. Yeah. But but then everyone's different like I do um I I don't touch on a lot of political stuff in my comedy because I do believe it's like an escape like just and it is bloody hard to be funny and mm. deep as well so it's like I'm trying to be a funny fella it's really hard to mix like intense topics and be funny. Yeah. So like a lot of my stuff's quite silly. But I really hope it's an escape for people or, a bit, you know what I mean? Where it's, it's like, but I know it's like going off in a few tangents, but then someone like talking about rap. So someone, um, I love someone like Briggs, you know, Briggs, yeah. where, but he's like always dealing with intense stuff and it can be a bit intense. And I know some people are like, Oh, give it a rest, man. But someone like that, it's like, like, that's great that he's committed to it. Cause it's like, he's not the easy thing. It'll be like, Party rap, you know. He's yeah. not just like ah, oh, grab your partner. I oh, know that's pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> yes, grab that, a drink, what you know, yeah, yeah. and because it is like look, a lot of the people he knows and issues and stuff. It's it is like
1: you can't just switch off, right? No, that's right. Like you know, Briggs his existence as a first nations man in australia is inherently political like mm. you know you know he's going back before and saying like you know leave politics out of football tell that to adam goods who yeah, every exactly. time he stepped on the field he was faced with yeah. you know these these big structural political issues like yeah. by or, his own existence
0: or the or the easy thing is not easy but like the easy thing would be to like obviously impress people like get your sponsorship keep quiet but he do, he doesn't do that they don't do the easy thing
1: yeah and I I I admire that because yeah. it takes oh, courage strength persistence yeah. intelligence like can you imagine like I, I I would not even begin to imagine what yeah. Pigs' DMs would be like you know with people oh. having a go at him I'm sure um, and I'm On there'd a, be like, so many people who would support him like you know who would be saying like, other um, other things but God I'd hate to be looking at the trolls going at him
0: well what goods went through in terms of harassment I don't think there's any equal because think of it like this. Nothing attracts the amount of people that footy does, right? Yeah. Even, um, like, theatre, opera, whatever, what's the maximum capacity? Like, a 1,000 for the most... Yeah, like none of them nothing get 20 compared 30. to MCG. So, in terms of, like, yeah, MCG, or, like, they played... Yeah, he, he, it happened in a lot of different grounds. I was going to say SCG, but it did happen in a lot of different grounds. But let's average it out, say, 40,000, around... The, anyway... Thirty, let's say yeah, thirty thousand will average. It. I think there's a lot of people. I mean, not everyone there was booing, but a lot of people, booing, mm. and that's why it was humiliating and it was yeah one of the worst um, in certainly in modern times um, cases of harassment because yeah, like numbers wise, premeditated. It wasn't just like on the spot. You know, that's the thing. People were going like, oh. We we boo people who are dirty, but there's it's not pre premeditated like that. Mm. You know, if someone punched someone last week, they'll copper boo next week, right? Or when mm. they come back from their suspension. This was like pre-organized, yeah. med yeah. Anyway, but yeah, like you said, um, the things these people carry is um, it's
1: intense.
0: Yeah, yeah. you can't just switch it off. Yeah, switch it on and off. Yeah,
1: and and you know and that yeah the fact that that exists today just it just proves that mm. we we need people to be in these spaces yeah. be it in sport or be it in and music or comedy who are making these yeah. these comments and trying and to hold people hold it up and say look this is the reality and we need to face it.
0: And as you'd know as an artist um correct me if I'm wrong but like yes you are trying to start your own chapter and be your own artist but there's a part of you you know you're carrying on I don't know forefathers is an intense yeah. term but you know yeah. those that came before so I said things like Pogues etc where it's like you know as as a, someone in even like um that punk scape you like you could be take what Joe Strummer did and and so someone like Briggs I know he um pretty sure he toured with like Ice Cube and people mm. like that they know that like those guys used music to bring up yeah big topics right yeah so yeah it can be very powerful yeah and you can use it in in very positive ways and absolutely and and there's
1: there's there's space for music that doesn't do that but yeah. we need we need you know music to be also challenging the status quo it's 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 yeah. an absolutely critical part of our existence as humans and i honestly believe that a good and I, I can't remember who said this i might have ripped it out of some book i read recently <laughs> so if someone i nah, just go claims, over it. i'll, I'll not, yeah. pretend that this is mine but i remember reading somewhere saying a good song will is better than a thousand arguments yeah because when you tell someone's story you know in a song or in a great joke mm. right you're not actually saying to that person, hey, I don't agree with what you think and I'm telling you you're wrong and I'm telling you that my way is right. Yeah. All you're doing is simply getting up there and saying, hey, here's my experience or here's an alternative experience and you do what that with you want as an audience member. You can walk yeah. out if you're offended. You can you know, feel affronted or you can feel relief or you can have your mind changed mm. or you can feel like upset. Whatever you want to do with it, that's up to you. Um, but I find it's a really like, good way of convincing people to change their mind yeah. by just simply telling them the story of an alternative and mm. let them come to them. And I think, as I said, a song can be more convincing than a thousand arguments.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree with that 100%. Like, um, sometimes you're like why? <laughs> like, why did I let this piece of art, whether it be music, movie, have such an effect on me? But it's, that's great. Like, I've, I've had things brought me to tears. Mm. songs, movies, um episodes of things.
1: Yeah, Top Gun 2 was Yeah, yeah, pretty powerful. much the Naked Gun, yeah, yes. you know. Oh my god. <laughs> so point. No,
0: but these like and it, it's a little bit says something about me maybe or people in general like and then I can have like sbs news on and horrible stuff happening and nothing (laughs) and then i've had these like kids movies making me cry like you know because they just hit a nerve the writers yeah but that's all about being invested as well like if you connect with the thing yeah but yeah i've had singers of bands saying something or i've been on like road trip middle of nowhere song comes on it just hit me in that right spot and i have like tears coming down my face like yeah I, whether know, it be like yes i get exactly what they said or yeah it's powerful and that's why that like movement also made of like the singer with their guitar their acoustic and their lyrics and it's almost the simplicity of it yep because there isn't 25 things going on or like orchestras and yeah and i I, like i said i'll i'll bounce around on different tangents here, but connect things back to me. But I've said to people, um, like, I'm not, I know my act isn't polished. I'm a bit rough around the edges. But I know that if you want polished, it's out there. Yeah. There's the, like, that Roe McManus, Tommy Little type, like, polished. Yep. So if you want
1: rough, I'm here, like, you know. Yeah. And it might be, you know, that, that one person might, you know, in the morning need... You know, their rove McManus or whatever. <laughs> but the later in the day after a shitty day at work, their boss gets on the yeah. skin, they might need something a bit more, you know, loose yeah. that they can kind of, you know, like, yeah, well, that's and that's something People I love.
0: I love where like like, yeah, look, deep down inside I'd I'd love big numbers, but <laughs> I know that I'm a little bit niche and
1: but when there's someone will tell me they get it,
0: like they're like, I get what you're about. Yeah. That's awesome. Goxie, it's
1: like, I'm gonna take this moment to tell you. I get what you're about. Oh, thank you. I love it. You probably
0: can't see, but we're hugging right now. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate. it like, I do, and um, really, like I, I get a lot of love from musos. They really. Oh, maybe I'm a I'm a muso trapped in a comedian's boy I I don't know if you saw. <laughs> I recently got to do um triple J like a version with the band These New South Wales. I don't oh know. no, I didn't see um, that. Um, we did the song Tub Thumping. Oh, it was great. It was like one of the best things I've ever done. I mean, for me, like I loved it. But it was that thing of like, I am, like, I love music. I just happen to be doing comedy. It's, so it's
1: like, I, I think you're onto something with the, the lager phone. I don't think it's too late <laughs> for you. I think you should, you should. And but it have to be chalky
0: milk somehow.
1: Absolutely. Like, but there's, there's nothing on a chalky
0: milk container that makes any noise. Maybe the plastic lids, I don't know.
1: Maybe you can kill two birds with one. So maybe <laughs> you can bring out your own range of yeah. goxy chocolate milk yeah. in like bottles well, with caps.
0: We're on the topic of um like music and comedy. Apparently it's like a really bad gag. Do you ever get this where people are like, I can play triangle for you, like the the simple instrument. Yes. So the ligophone, mm. is it like? There's different things you can do with it, or
1: what, like? yeah. So uh, look, don't quote me on any of this because I, I never have. I guess it's rhythms, right? It's like different... Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's kind of <laughs> the way I've seen it played is it's actually more complex than you'd think the first thing. So obviously, for those don't know, it's essentially a, a stick like a, <laughs> a broomstick, maybe a little bit thicker with a board stuck to the top and on the board is like, you know, maybe a hundred bottle caps with a nail through them. That sort of just rattle like a tambourine almost. Yeah. And I think the the way I've seen it played well in like bands like the Bushwhackers and um, Handsome Young Strangers from Sydney, they're another band with a great Ligophone player, is uh, you tap it on the floor. And
0: I, w- I just doing a video. I wanted to see you reenacting the oh, Yeah, Holding the mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so you tap it on the floor, which is one sound, which makes, you know, on a wooden floor you get like a bit of a thump. Um, you hit it with a stick, if you've got a drum stick, so you can kind of hit it, and also you've got the rattle. So, yeah, and then yeah. combinations of that. And so, you can get some pretty wild rhythms going. And, and it's also like a, um, a visually impactful yeah. instrument because, you know, it's... I
0: um, do you know, like, um, we are talking earlier about early years of our lives, but, um, um, you know, when you got those, like, sort of, they're very, very vague memories, like, hard to sort of... So, my early years of primary school, I remember... Um, I'm pretty sure they brought it out for our camps as well. But anyway, it was it was like the the bush 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 music bush songs. What do you call that? And like there was like laga in it. Yeah, yeah. But they they played the tape and we were dancing doing like yes. spinning. Yes. Oh my dance. god. Yeah. This was but, a part of the curriculum.
1: For yeah. Years ago. And it was,
0: it's very vague, but in my mind, I remember the tape. It's so a cassette tape because I'm a '90s boy, so this would have been like '91, '92, sort of thing. But then it was like there was like a, a naughty version where we go kiss your partner, and I was oh, like, <laughs>
1: instead of great, yeah, yeah. It was always like Grab the part, the remix. I was like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it was like it told you all the steps, and it was like, but these are all the things that like you know, it would be great if these things can keep being passed on, and yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you? Um, so it's quite interesting to hear about um, your your pathway to to getting into like the Sydney City Trash and that, and um, did that sort of um, and talking about like the Austral- I don't know if these are the wrong words to use. Australiana, no, is so, that a good yeah, word yeah, for it's you? Definitely the word. Like, some of them get thrown around bush. Yeah, bush music, uh, bush Oz, bands, os Yeah. So um did that make you start like looking into sort of any history of that or um it was just a lot more natural yeah you just playing it or
1: No, look it's definitely like there's definitely uh, for all the you know, seemingly sort of jokiness of it, there mm. is there's is an element of like, you know, Um, Australian history in there. Uh, There's always been a lot of political stuff in those Bush bands. Like take bands like the Bushwhackers and stuff. They were always sort of having a go. And Red Gum, you know, they've always been inherently political and using that style of music has always been sort of coupled with, you know, social justice and change and calling out the government and things like that. Um, And so, yeah, so it comes with a lot of reading and, and a lot of the stuff that those bands sung about, particularly bands like Red Gum, like, you know, I'd listen to the song and be like what does that mean you know yeah. and you go and you look it up and you discover things like you know nuclear testing and how they you know how the british did that in australia and all the terrible things that went with it you know a lot of that stuff the first time i heard about it was through through bands you know through yeah. songs um, same with punk rock, man. Like you know, like take bands like Propaganda. Like you know, sometimes yeah. I'd hear them singing, I'd be like, "What's that?" And you'd go yeah. and you'd look it up, and then you'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did that in Timor or All whatever." All
0: stuff you never would have found out about. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: like you know, like dead Kennedys it's and stuff like that, dressed
0: up in an angry three-minute song. Tim. Yeah. yeah, but
1: you know, it's a gateway for for finding out something and learning more, and and you know, figuring it out and going. And you know, I think there's a certain part of me that's curious and that always wanted to know, like you know, if if. They were singing about something I didn't know. I was sort of compelled to go and go. Well, yeah. I don't want to be on the out. Like, what is that? What? Are, and you know.
0: You know, I'm, it's funny too because like I got into that sort of sub scene that was like, again, there's a lot of words thrown around. You don't know if it's cringy. But I guess like, I guess like conscious or being aware of, and it was almost like I got so used to that. Woke
1: is the word. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, like I got so used to that, and then I didn't even kind of realize that there is just. Another sub scene, I just want to hear loud and yeah, you know, like you know, the band like Guttermouth, like people like that, they they don't look at any topics or issues, no. they just want to party.
1: and Yeah, and yeah. there's and and absolutely, there's like I think that's important as well because some days <laughs> you just want to party, you yeah, yeah, you don't care, you know, you just want to have fun, and and that's the beauty of music and art, there's yeah. space for everything, and there's a time for everything, and there's an audience for everyone, and you know. yeah, well,
0: like that's what I said about my comedy, is like if you come and meet me. Off off the mic I'm happy to talk about stuff But yeah I very rarely like Cover it mm. In comedy Because it's Hard <laughs>
1: Man, I I, I, I admire what you do In the sense that I Don't know It f- can be pressure, like pressure mate Trying to be funny all the time Yeah though. Well it can like, be like can Overwhelming Like
0: if you're That's why like It's very hard to mix Serious topics in comedy Because yeah. like I grew up Like the chaser guys Were doing well Hmm but even then if you were to ask someone what do you like about this, it was more like the pranky yeah. pranks sort of. Yeah. I don't wanna just downplay them as a as a pranks group. Yeah. But often I know when people were like, Oh, you gotta watch this man, there, um, whatever, like they're pretending to be the president of USA's security team and like they had a message to tell, but I don't know if that's why people were tuning in. Yeah. But sometimes that's how you gotta Yeah lure people in, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, what what do you what do you do? Like if you're Feeling shit, and you're going to do a show. Like, <laughs> I know. How do, you, how well, do, you, do you put on a mask, or do you yeah. just find a, like you well, know? Well, that meditate? hit me hard
0: the other year. Yeah, yeah, I was like in a really bad spot when I came back to Brizzy, and I'm pretty sure I was doing awful gigs. <laughs> so like, they stopped booking me eventually because it's yeah. You just like it's this weird like sort of twilight zone where you're in a place that people want to laugh. Yeah, you know they are paying money laugh. for a laugh. Yeah, you wanna, yeah. I won't say what you want to do You want to do things to yourself <laughs> But I can laugh about now Because I got through it But yeah But it's bloody um, hmm. Tough Tough space Yeah It's um, Like I said I've never done music or anything But I imagine music You can let off some steam If you're in a Tough spot You probably still don't want to be at the gig But Yeah oh Sometimes Smash your drums or
1: Yeah it's, Sometimes it's therapeutic yeah, And yeah. Other, other Like I've I've had gigs where it's You know I suppose painful Is the word Where you yeah. just you know, you feel like you are going through the motion somewhat, but but most of the time, like I well, like, like I said, the weird thing good.
0: is when everyone there wants something else. Like you don't, you don't want to smile and laugh, and like, yeah. <laughs> might be with music, like that. you don't want to hear songs and dance and <laughs> stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. But, but um,
0: yeah, like that was a good word to use, therapeutic, because I um, I've had, like I said, the show I did that was pretty intense because I did it at a Melbourne Comedy Fest, which goes for like almost a month. Mm. Every night shows So it was In one way It was like Visiting a psychologist And spilling your guts mm. So it was Kind of good and bad Yeah Because it was Every night was intense
1: Yeah And the audience aren't therapists that And I'm can telling <laughs> people Things yeah. I've
0: never told Like intense stuff Yeah And It was a release But also it, In one way It's like It's like you release something But then another Weight gets put on your shoulders Too mm. Yeah, Yeah It was Interesting experience. Now I'm just back to silly gags, <laughs> <laughs> and but we're um, very glad for it. Yeah. Well, I know that I can do it too, but um, I've definitely um, I have some topics from my life like I've never touched on, so there's definitely potential there. Yeah. In the future, you know.
1: <laughs> well, I I would I would be keen to he explore them. Yeah,
0: it's like a concept album. Okay. <laughs> but I'm, me, I'm
1: I'm intrigued. Yeah.
0: If anyone, if I get my sitcom, I'll do them. No. <laughs> Yeah, that- well, like, um, you know, there's um, I think it's a big decision when you've got something there and you're like, do I touch it or do I leave it? Because
1: once you open up
0: it mm. up, it's hard to then close it.
1: Yeah, and, and particularly in, in art, you know, like you become known for that gag or that song. Like, yeah. you know, like so many people would be like, oh, Paul Kelly's the gravy guy, you know, yeah. and there's so much more to him. But, like, there's other bands as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. That's people- a good example of yeah. where
0: someone's – and you can't – the other thing is like I use the word art. Yes, it's art what I do. But with art, you put it out there, it can be consumed. Mm. You can't control how someone consumes it, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: the same thing can be taken in hundreds of different ways by everybody. Yeah. Well, um and
0: and like that like speaking of a band like Friends of Rome, it's funny because like they spend years and years like putting their message out is like this this is who we are. This is who we are. And someone can still take it the wrong way and they can still get Racists and Mm. homophobes,
1: and yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, you can't control.
0: I remember being a big day out, I think it was 05, and they got the comedian Neil Hamburger to open for them. Okay, (laughs) come out. So you can imagine this was the peak era of like big, burly blokes with like flags as caves on. Like, I I guess patriotism was after John Howard and stuff, it was up, yeah, yeah, around time of Cronulla and stuff. Yeah, not great times, but um, anyway. And and also friends all were big too, you know. Like um, they had like never had so much fun. And, yep. and just been building for ages as Australia's premier punk band and that. Anyway, um, yeah. So there's Gold Coast, um, whatever, twenty thousand. You know, you know what those festivals are like. Everyone mashed in and yeah, these guys just want to see friends run. Give us, give us our guys who so we know the hit songs from. Uh, do you know much about Neil Hamburg? Or is A little. It's it's called anti comedy. It's it's. Meant to be purposely bad, yeah. And so he comes out, and it's it's a character he plays, and it's you know he does these like bad coughs on purpose, like, and he's like, and then it's just like um these real bad joke. It's intentionally bad, so it's like you know it's like um one of the, I'll give it one of the jokes for example was like okay. um do you know why um red hot chili peppers have had you know, it's like that American actor. There's something about they've had so many hits over the years. Or you know, it's like, but these guys and then the people in the audience they are just like, "Boo, get off! We want Frenzel!" And oh, it's that shit. thing of um, I love that too. I do a little bit of that, like messing with people, and yeah. oh, they want this. I'm gonna give them this, you know. And yeah, but it comes back to what I was saying: is as the performer, the artist, you can put it out; it can be consumed mm. in ways you didn't want, like like. I get people who just look at me on the on the surface and, and people who are close to me know exactly what I'm about and even like I said musos and people who really get it but I get like, I get a message um, you know people like hey man come come to my bucks party I've got strippers and coke and stuff I'm like I'm not that at all yeah. I try and put that out by like that yeah. was one of the things with the chalk milk it was meant to be like because there's an, another comedian who's like all like beer, beer, beer and yeah. I was meant to be the, like an antidote to that, yeah, like, yeah. I think it's quite funny because to me, flavored milk is like a kid's drink, you know. So yeah, that's yeah. Part
1: of that, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, and that that that's right. You never know if you make well. Okay, I don't want to make any big bold statements, but I've found ah, late, away. No, bald, <laughs> is that if I make the songs for me that's going to be the best outcome I and that will resonate with most people because if I'm happy with it and I do something that I can feel proud of, yeah. um, people do it. And so that's the thing. If you start making music or comedy or whatever for someone else's yeah. sake, you, you, you're, you're going to miss, speed, the, yeah, miss yeah. the mark. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, then, and then it's like, obviously you want things to do well. We all do. And then when it is, that's awesome. But alternatively, if you've made the thing that you stuck to your guns... And then times are a little tougher. You can say, "Well, I did." You know, at least I put out that thing I was proud of, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Um, Patty, we've got real deep into the the music stuff. Uh, we could briefly do a. You know, I told you. Um, you know, like just what are you into in general, or, or get away from the. Yeah, I mean, mean the, what do you do to relax or, or hiking and. That's yeah. the beach, no. Um, yeah, oh, that's the 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 dating app version of yeah. <laughs> the, the, what we tell people.
1: No, do you know what? Do you know what I've been enjoying of late? Is it's pretty basic, but it's travel, I, like and be that you know, going to like a small town somewhere I haven't been before, or even getting on a plane and going overseas somewhere you know, grander, more you know, more wonderful. I, I find going to new places and meeting new people for me is is really something that's central to my happiness at the moment. Mm. And so that's something that I'm trying to do with my music. I'm, you know, I I'd quietened down quite a bit over COVID and, you know, my daughter was involved in an accident last year and things are, things are looking better and I'm, I'm starting to get out more. And as I'm getting out more, I'm realizing that this is something that I really get enjoyment out of going somewhere new mm. and meeting new people. Yeah. And that is, Bloody wonderful And I can't get enough of it mm-hmm. And yeah And I, I think a lot of people Would agree that travel Travel does that But yeah for me It's about And do you
0: sort of um Push um, I was going to say Push the boundaries Of like you know, different languages, place or, um, you know, like experiences you, you're not going to get here at home, right?
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of important. Like I hear so many Australians go, oh, Australia's the best country in the world. And I and I often go, yeah, but like what reference points have you got? Like, yeah. you know, like it's pretty good and don't get me wrong, I, I like living in Australia, but God, it's a big wide world out there and there's so many cool people and yeah. cultures. And there's people out there that will, you know, with the language barriers, we'll we'll never understand, but even getting the opportunity to try and understand them. and Well, I've I've never been out of
0: Oz, unfortunately. I'm hoping to one day. I'm 38, so you get there one day. But yeah, I just recently, for the first time, went to Northern Territory. Yeah. So that's the most... I reckon that's the most like... Like it's physically Australia, but it's the most you can... Yeah, if that makes sense, I'm trying to put in the right words. I was gonna no, say, no, I, I know what you mean. Like the you most to... non-Australian, Well, oh, that's probably not. I shouldn't say that. But the most different to like Sydney, Melbourne, Perth, Adelaide, you can get right. Yeah. Like, yeah and, yeah,
1: and how exciting is it going somewhere and seeing something and mm. and you know feeling a little bit uncomfortable? I think it's yeah. important.
0: Well, you know, it's funny because I'm all about gags of like food and drink and like fast food and shit. But there's something that really says a lot about us that. The thing that can get people worked up about our differences is like potato cake versus potato scallop oh, or no. palmy versus palmer. And it's like, yep. oh man. Yep.
1: It's good to have differences. Totally. Yes. I,
0: I look, I think at the heart of it, people are really joking. But they can get worked up if you say yeah. scallop or cake. Or it's like
1: Oh, totally. And for for the record, it's scallop. And if you think <laughs> anything else, you can go down. Yeah.
0: Well, um, I just like I, I like a lot of Victorian culture, but I'm like, man, cake. It's got to be sweet, right? Yeah, I think I've just lost about half a peel. No, of that. I think I, I think that's yeah. a
1: very valid point, and it needs to be made. But
0: I just, cause like I said, I've only been in Australia, and I do really love going around, and um, especially since my comedy started doing well a few years ago, I, I, going to like places I'd never, I'd never been to Perth, I'd never been to Adelaide before that, um, Tassie either. I'd only been to the three eastern. Australian States before my comedy started doing well so those been great for me but I really love find, because we do have such tiny for a massive country mm. there isn't that big a difference with all the cities and that you know like like people say Adelaide's the, the accent the dance and castle yeah. and <laughs> but yeah. even that's like it's small it's not like is it London where you can apparently no. go from like Cockney to posh and yeah. within 20k's or something you know
1: yeah, Australia is very, very interesting like that. But you know, there are there are huge. But like you're saying about North Queensland, yeah, you there do are like, cultural. You do differences. have those things, yeah. Yeah.
0: But um, in terms of my guess, um, and then you got you know there is thing like the Queenslander house things like that. I like like mm. those things like there's reasons for it. You know, yeah. I, I like things like um, there's just a look of like Sydney pubs have a look that is a little bit different than Melbourne pubs and yeah. Yes, yeah, so I like those little things. Do you know the um. Uh, the, the 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 kind of pubs you, I reckon You find like back streets In like Melbourne and Sydney I reckon we don't really have that here Yeah with like, the tiles Half at the walls Yeah To yeah. hose them out Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. this um pub in Melbourne The Rose Rose yes. It's in near like Fitzroy and Collingwood and yeah. It's great for footy Australian AFL For like When a game's on Like um, You know I've got like, so many TVs With the games on You can get like a nice meal Or something But then you know, the team that wins, they play the song over the speakers and like things like that, you know, it's, yeah, that's what got me into like the Melbourne culture and that, you know, <laughs> laneway culture. <laughs> it's arriving in Brisbane. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, um, but though, that was, I guess it's a long winded way to ask if you, when you travel, do you, do you like to find things out of, out of your zone, your normal sort of zone? or
1: Yeah. Uh, that's part of the, the reason I enjoy it so much. Like. I mm. like being challenged and having yeah. everything that I take for granted sort of thrown out the window. I think it's healthy to to be have that experience every once in a while. I but th- even just going up the Northern territory or getting on a plane to you know Timbuktu, yeah. you know, I, f- it's I think um
0: like part of me being in like a non English speaking place or something would be like really cool and exciting. But also just with how I am in my life, where I stuff a lot of things, up, I can. See myself doing like a Chappelle Corby type, getting myself, <laughs> not that I do like a lot of like criminals, but just getting myself yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. mischief, you know. Here, Goxie, like, hold this, sure. It's like, right, like you lose your passport, right, or, yeah, what, yeah. or things like that. And, yeah. and then you're like trying to do hand signals because they don't, if they don't know English. and stuff. Yeah. Because it is that thing of like, I will admit, I'm not good with like any survival techniques. I was like, wasn't a good Boy Scout. I can't, <laughs> can't do Steve Irwin shit or, you know. And then if I was stranded, like how much of me getting by is like people cooking things for me, prepackaged <laughs> foods and um, everything, you know, mechanics,
1: fixing things. Because like, that's a big part of us, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah.
0: Getting people to, to do stuff. So.
1: But you're also very agreeable. And, you know, <laughs> everywhere around the world, there's lovely people. And, you know, you you know maybe getting in one of those sticky spots, yeah. where, you know, it gives you an opportunity. You know, to to um, know
0: this is a little sad thing to talk about because it's like a could have been but didn't but um it may never have happened but covid definitely killed it there was this thing where this uh production group wanted to do would try and um where they were gonna like try and like make me big in japan you know like you know those things we find like david Hasselhoff's big in japan yeah. or something yeah. like that so they were gonna like do that an experiment and like film it and like put me on billboards in japan and stuff and, oh my god you so, should like that would have been so fun So things like that really got me down about COVID, plus all the sickness and shit. Yeah, look,
1: COVID (laughs) was hard for so many people in so many different ways. But I I think the people in in entertainment, you know, know, putting aside the people who got sick and died, obviously. Yeah. um, You know, but if you want to single out... It wasn't a a a great great time. No.
0: And then like some of the language being used when they're talking about like essential workers and like really made you think about like, oh, yeah, no one needs what I do. <laughs> no one really needs... Because I already yeah. had self-esteem issues. Yeah, and it's like now you're completely but non-essential. Because like I'd always had that sort of inferiority complex of like raised to be told... Uh, it's not such a gender thing, masculinity, but like, oh, you should have a trade or whatever. Or, like you should be mm. useful and I never was. Like handy
1: use, yeah. But you know what? By taking away the live shows and connection of people, you know, everyone, so many people suffered during COVID, not with the sickness, of course, but just with the isolation. Mm. And in a way, it just goes to show how important like this the, the entertainment yeah. and this kind of work is. Because without it, people are bloody depressed and miserable. Like yeah. they need that. We've talked about it earlier. They need that connection. They need that commune yeah. with people, and going out to see a band or a comedy show, having a laugh, having a dance, having a sing, whatever. Mm. It's important. It's central to to people's health and happiness. And, and yeah,
0: well, I, um, a bunch of us used Zoom for mm. shows. It was
1: awful. Oh my god, that was a, a it was like, terrible period. The Zoom show. Oh my god, oh like, my god. I
0: yeah. had so I was meant to do this show for the festival, and I'm hoping to redo it someday, probably soon. But it was like you know, like Letterman, Conan O'Brien it was that thing of like mm. I'm at a desk, yeah, with my guests. And I lost it all, like fifty shows, or whatever, because of COVID. But then I gave it a go on Zoom mm. from home. It was awful. Yeah, it just doesn't. But it was like because you want to have them in the room with people, and yeah, I mean, a big part of comedy is hearing laughter. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I did these other shows that would just stand up, and it was like for couples in their lounge room. I could see them. It was fine, but then they'd like go to get a drink in the kitchen, and it was like, <laughs> like, so you act different, which is. Nothing against them, but you would not do that at a show. Yeah, you just hop up and so people are acting like
1: they're at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I um, I was in a couple of like online concerts and, you know, playing in my back room to my phone on a tripod, and I, you know, you know, you know there's people listening, and you know, there's people out there sitting there watching. Yeah, and, you it's know, not You the see same. the numbers on the screen, but it was just so personal. Mm. Just it was very removed from what the essence of. And the thing is, I'm all
0: like I said with Tim Barry, and that I'm all about. New and weird stuff, but in in person, yeah. Like I love like odd venues and
1: yeah, me too. Me too.
0: I was just talking about um, someone one of the last guests I had about like weird because I think they just played in like a, a power station or something, you know? aiming from the charts, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I uh, I one of the weirdest gigs I've did was back with Sydney City Trash. We were in Tassie, a little town called Oatlands, and they had a tractor festival, and someone booked us huh. for to play the tractor festival. <laughs>
0: That's and awesome.
1: it got loose and deteriorated like rapidly. And then by the time we finished up our last set, there was a palpable like tension in the room. And we were like, the people we were with were like, we got to get out of here. Like, this is not looking good. This is like going to turn. And we, we pissed off. And then the next day, like classic read it in the paper, like literally picked up the paper. And there was an article the next day talking about a brawl that had broken out in the pub. We played after we left with, like people getting their heads smashed in, sure. and someone got like a bar stool across their head, and went to a hospital, and yeah, and so Z-
0: they just got a bit excited. Do you think that? <laughs> oh, well,
1: yeah, we like to say that was because our gig was so epic that they just couldn't <laughs> contain their excitement. But I don't know. It was just you know, Could I've never pl- f- never played it. Building yeah. up, and there was one guy there who. um
0: Sometimes in little towns, and like, it's not a good thing that everyone knows everyone. You know, <laughs> no, no.
1: This one guy at this tractor festival, he came up and he was looking at our merch for ages, and he's trying to like figure out. And one of us is like, you know, do you want a hat or what do you want, mate? You know, like you've been sitting there staring at this for ages. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can't read. I'm just trying to figure out what, what to get. But he's like, can you oh. tell me what it is? And so we had to read in the merch. And, wow. Yeah. And those then when he, he bought those it. those kind and
0: of things like, you know, it's out there. Yeah. But it's still kind of like daunting when you like encounter it. You yeah. Can, yeah,
1: like, oh, that's right. Yeah, these people yeah. that exist. Well, here um, they are. Without getting
0: too deep and intense. But like when those shit went out out west. With the police coming around and oh uh, yeah and then I I started reading about like I think the paper did a story about like it's it's these like marginalized or I don't know yeah groups on there on the outside outskirts of civilization you know <laughs>
1: mm. and you know these people trying their best with limited resources and they're not getting the proper education and yeah. they don't have the 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 things that you know we would expect and assume probably the um, rights of everybody
0: started working at a young age and just, yeah. yeah on the farm or whatever. yeah
1: yeah um Patty, we'll solve all the world's problems mate
0: yeah yeah so that's uh yeah really interesting hearing about the travel uh good luck good luck
1: with that in the future
0: thank you reckon you can sneak me into one of your um suitcases or something yes we'll have to be a bit of a bit. yeah but um, mate,
1: you, you'd kill it overseas. I, I could <laughs> see Edinburgh Fringe, mate. Should, I want to I try, yeah. Um, or in Japan. Like, like
0: I said, maybe not the weird... Like, probably have to be English speaking. I don't know. Or maybe, like, yeah. It would be crazy to find out some weird place, like, was into you, you know? Yeah. Like, that, that's why I really wanted to do the Japan thing. Yeah. Even though that would have been forced yeah. by the producers. But I, it, it would be funny to find somewhere that, like... Because, um, actually, it's funny... Um, one of the very first things that started going around of mine, but it w- it was an attribute to me. It was like a meme, so it just spread around the world. When I had um, I don't know if you've ever seen. It was like guy with cornrows eating, eating corn. corn. Yeah, yeah. seen a corn. So that corn. that was like one of the first things I put because before that I was just doing stand-up around Brisbane, and I was I was like whinging like ah oh, no one, you know I'll never be like why doesn't people get it and there's that thing of like you got to put something out to give yeah. it. and I started. Put it out. Well, you went, it, you
1: went highbrow, mate. And, yeah. You know, well,
0: just it just went around the world, <laughs> but not attributed to me. But I thought that'd be funny to go to like Central America, Africa, South America, whatever. Like, oh my God, it's the corn <laughs> guy. You walk through, you walk <laughs> through a town and there's like a billboard or whatever. Or, or you're, or like they see you're like Buddha or something, you're a god. Or, I don't know. You're
1: going to have to like permanently have cornrows and yeah. carry corn just to get yeah. like a little and a that's the one, speaker.
0: Like I like the art of stand up using words. But it is very – relies upon people mm. being English mm. or speaking English. Yeah. And that's one of the things of like physical humour is yeah. it can be cool and like – everyone can around the world can enjoy Mr. Bean together. Totally, totally. Did you hear about that um, – oh, man, Mr. Bean. Did you hear about that controversy in Zimbabwe? No. So, I, I think it was um, – so, because they play each other in cricket, Zimbabwe and Pakistan – Then there was this thing, obviously, with the internet, there's like funny memes and jokes and stuff, but it was like Zimbabwe were like, Pakistan, you will pay for sending us fake Mr. Bean. And then they showed the picture and it was like a Pakistani Mr. Bean or something.
1: Oh, really? Okay. But it was
0: just like, it's clearly not the real Mr. Bean. (laughs) But then it's also at the same time, it's like, what? You thought you were getting the real Mr. Bean? Like, (laughs) he's not going to Zimbabwe, man. (laughs) Like, you know, it's just that, like, no offense to Zimbabwe, you know? Yeah. I actually will admit I like Mr Bean Yeah lot. me too Yeah yeah, yeah It's genius the, the, the episode's a lot better Than the movies I think yeah. yeah yeah The movie relied a lot upon That like fish out of water Like oh yeah. He's in LA Like, <laughs> there, There's only like Six
1: episodes of Mr Bean Or something Wasn't there the, like,
0: the Brits do that I think there's a bit more But they are really yeah. known For like It's more the Yanks Who just stick around forever Yeah And give you 13 Because I think like um, Some of those famous ones Like Faulty Towers Are known for yeah. Ending early. But yeah. um yeah. I I I think a little bit more than six, but not a lot, yeah. Yeah. Maybe ten or eleven or so. There's there's only so many three wheeled cars you can knock over. Exactly. Um <laughs> so yeah, thanks for that, Pay. Uh we're just coming to the last bit of the air Um I usually give the guests some homework. Did you do your homework? Um I did. For the s- go, Goxy's cho- Wikipedia corner. Yeah,
1: I've got to choose your own adventure, Goxy. So oh, I've got, this is good. I've got two. I've got one. They're both nature-based. Uh, one will be about plants. The other would be about animals. So which do you want to do?
0: Oh, I'm a sucker for animals.
1: They're delicious, aren't they?
0: <laughs> well, uh, you got me. I do like to eat animals. <laughs> but no, I, Um, you know, are you're you on... Oh, yeah. I was going to say you're on Insta. That's how we organize this. <laughs> um, You know how... I? I don't really know with tech how algorithms and things work, but... On Instagram, I've been getting these like, um, do you know what capybaras are? Yes. Yeah. So I've just been getting heaps of them. I must have looked it up or something. Yeah. Because that's usually algorithms work. If you look up one thing, they'll yeah, give us it. feeds it to you more. So yeah, I've been getting all these cute animals and capybaras and stuff. But um, yeah, not only do I eat animals, I, I also love like cute sort of like dogs and capybaras and
1: things. <laughs> well, okay. Here's my um, here's my uh, Wikipedia rabbit hole. So, I, I once went down a rabbit hole looking at extinct animals from Australia and I came across. Which can be sad but interesting too. Yeah, yeah. Sad. But I, look, this one, this animal I'm going to talk about, I'm not sad at all that it's gone because it is absolutely terrifying. Um, it's called Quincana.
0: Oh, okay. Can you tell so me the spelling for that? Q
1: I. Yeah. I'm going to get this wrong. I quin, I N K A N A. I think, Quincana.
0: It's usually QU for most Q-U, things. Oh, okay. Queen Quincana, extinct yeah. genus of reptiles. Okay. So it's, so it's got the look of like a crocodile sort of look, right?
1: Yeah, so we've only got its fossil record, right? But um, there should be a good photo on there. It, it, it's about – it was the size of like a modern-day large saltwater crocodile or bigger. I think some of the biggest ones were, were about – five meters Mm. which is pretty massive that's like you know two Hiluxes end to end
0: (laughs) that's a good measurement Um, what what I like too is like even to this day we have like scary and poisonous animals but I like the idea that like the modern ones are nothing compared to these beasts that went around in the old days.
1: Oh man, this one's terrifying, right? So it's essentially like just a saltwater crocodile, right? Imagine that. Yeah. But it's the way that its um, legs worked were it was different. It had hips that suggested that it actually stood up quite high off the ground, like a yeah. you know, like a dog or a horse or something, right? And the way that the bones are aligned, they the scientists reckon that it was probably like it moved like a horse. So imagine yeah. a saltwater crocodile with long legs that could run at you. Mm. And Well, yeah.
0: listen, mate, I hate to be rude. We've got to let Wikipedia do some of the work. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. I'll No, because you are doing a great coverage <laughs> of I've never had that, but I'm like, you I just kind of ruined the segment. Um, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no I'm, I'm being a dick. I actually wait for um, Quincana. Yeah, yeah. Com. Big Quincana put you up to this, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Big reptile. <laughs> no, Um. so let's um, get into it. So, yeah, the top introduces it, Quincana. Um, one thing I love about Wikipedia is the sort of organized into chapters. So we've got species, description, taxonomy. Is that the amount of tax they paid? Or? Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, the, the Quinkana, um was extinct because of all the bloody tax it had to pay. Um, and then what's this last one?
1: Pa- paleobiology. So taxonomy. Um, I, I I don't even know. I paleo yeah. biology. I think that's like what the bone information or something. But yeah, if you so could what, dive into one of them, I'd probably go along the like paleo. Yeah. So paleo.
0: where do these blokes hang out? Sort of northern Queensland, or
1: I think they were all over Australia at one point. Wow. And then they they kind of went extinct about twenty thousand years ago, give or take you <laughs> know a couple of give thousand it, years. Yeah. Um,
0: and they and I feel old at thirty
1: eight. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah look I'm glad they're gone. These two hundred kilos. Wow. Yeah. Put them in the front row Yeah And they could gallop Like imagine a saltwater crocodile galloping at you no That's thanks.
0: the scary thing It's like The actions these old animals could have done
1: Yeah Wow But Two. there's a, a great If someone wants to Google it After listening to this is If you yeah. type it in images There's a great sort of Picture of one Where it's sort of standing next to the cutout of a, a human And you know It's sizable and scary And But yeah, yeah. I'm glad they're gone <laughs>
0: Oh, thanks for that, mate. We'll definitely look into the Queen Karna. Did you, did you stumble upon that? That's what I love, love to ask about people's wiki adventures. It's sort of like you can go into the rabbit hole. Yeah,
1: that's. I think I, you know, I looked at some animal, and that clicked on. You know, I probably got into like animals that are extinct, and then yeah, like three hours later, I'm staring at the screen, going, "Holy shit, Queen Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, on my NT trip, reason I, I really wanted to see interesting wildlife but it wasn't that much it was just so harsh harsh condition i saw a buffalo next to the highway that was cool okay yeah i think that's introduced did you me. do the um crocodile dundee thing no no wanted <laughs> to but myth. no because like yeah it was so much driving and just having to get to the mm. gigs and stuff yeah it was like um i think we were like just coming into darwin had to get there mm. yeah Plus, there's like, you know what a buffalo is yeah. going to do,
1: do you? Too? Yeah, they would probably kill you.
0: Um, I've heard about the huge eagles, the
1: massive. They mm, are quite the, big. The witch yeah. yeah. You yeah. see on the side of the road, picking at the carcasses and stuff. Yeah. It's a pretty great place we live and it's, you know, there's amazing <laughs> things out there. But I'm glad I don't, you know, have yeah. to deal with crocodiles and buffaloes on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. They're coming south, do you know that? They're really? slow, like With global warming, the crocodiles are migrating south. <laughs> and I read in an article that in 20 years, they're going to be in the Brisbane River. Wow so
0: look get, forward to that yeah
1: great all, Low, the, all the joys of global warming. we can
0: stop swimming in the risen river now
1: <laughs> <laughs> they'll crawl up into you know the kate what is it Kodiak lagoon at south oh yeah.
0: yeah there's some different species in there yeah the aqua <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you so much for coming on paddy um my pleasure uh any anything you'd like to plug or um get people to where, where can people find you
1: Oh, you know the standard—just Paddy McHugh, Google on it. I've got all a, the socials. Yeah, yeah, socials. Just yeah, I haven't really got anything to plug. You know, I'm just a humble musician trying to write <laughs> songs and play. So if you, you know, if you yeah. want to check it out, come to a gig. I get around a bit. You know, I got some shows coming up. Got some new music coming out. Just keep. We it should up, do a,
0: a duo yeah. tour if you want to have a laugh and have a. What's a what's a music version of? I guess I listen. I'll listen, a listen, have a dance, a dance, listen. Yeah. Yeah. Or cry. Because that's the thing, comedy, it's just, it's very like, let's just laugh. Mm. Yeah, music and dance, cry, laugh, sing. Well, you can play. Laugh tr- if you want. You
1: can play the triangle.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, that's my um level. I always, I've, like, a lot of people use triangle as the game, mm. but I'm a bit different. I say tambourine.
1: Yep. If you need, no. It, hang on, i got it, the lager phone. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. That's your job. No,
0: because I'm so stingy. I'm always trying to get into things like you know it's part of being a performer. You should be let into things, performers, right? But I'm always just showing like if they don't want to let you in, say I'm the tambourine player, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome to anyone. But then ideas, I read mate. recently that muses hate that people going, "I'm yeah. the tri-
1: I can be the triangle." It's it's a trope that we hear frequently.
0: Well, is it um often as like people who have like a day job? This is how I see it. It's like, and then it gets like learnt by the office or whatever or the shop or that paddy plays music and like, oh if you need a triangle oh uh, yeah but yeah. we the the comedy version of that is people say if the it's found out at the work site that the person is a comedian they're like you're not gonna put me in one of your little skits are you? Uh, yeah and then
1: it's like listen greg
0: yeah you're not that interesting <laughs> like
1: do you yeah. know do you know the modern one though this is like people you meet oh what do you do? Oh, i yeah, play a bit of music and they're like have you thought about going on The Voice? Oh, that, that was uh, a good... Yep. <laughs> oh, I, no. Well, I'm trying to go on
0: Gladiators though. <laughs> you should. Yeah. That'd be amazing. No, thank all you right. very much, Paddy. Um, we better wrap it up. I could talk all night. But yeah, um, yeah, so check Paddy out. Paddy McHugh, M-C-H-U-G-H. Correct. And for Paddy, P-A-D-D-Y. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Check him out on the socials. He's got lots of great music. Um, yeah, but thank you very much for coming on. Have a yarn with me. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> Goxie's having a yarn Because he's got nothing better to do Goxie's having a yarn And one day he might have one with you